Our scripture reading this morning is from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 1, verses 26 through 38. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her, who was said to be barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. This is the word of God for the people of God. One of the best things about the year 1968 was the release of the Christmas special, The Little Drummer Boy. And most of you probably remember that stop motion animated film. I was six years old the first time I saw it. Saw it. My heart was transfixed by the story set in the Holy Land 2,000 years ago about an orphan boy named Aaron who had lost his home and his family in a fire as a result of a cruel act by bandits. Having nothing left but a few animal friends and a heavy load of sadness, the little boy set out on a journey to follow the three wise men seeking the brilliant star over Bethlehem. The wise men brought with them extravagant gifts for the newborn king. My favorite scene in the film, the one that made me cry as a child and still makes me shed tears, is when the little lamb, the boy's lamb, is nearly killed in the street and Aaron brings the lamb to the manger. And with him, he also brings all the loss he's experienced in his young life. And Mary tenderly receives him. Mary turns toward the boy, her face, face shining with a gracious understanding of the boy's sad heart, the loss of his parents, his home, and in his arms, his injured lamb. In response to his sorrow and uncertainty, Mary, who herself understood what it was to be afraid, offers him her gift of love. 
in the exchange of glances, she receives all of him, even his anger. And the orphan boy's gift to her baby is displayed in his small drum, a gift from his parents. The exchange with Mary replaces Aaron's pain and hatred with love and joy. The burden of his grief is released in the presence of the Christ child. Now the wise man's words to the drummer boy after he finishes playing are, your gift given out of a simple desperation of a pure love is the one favored above all. Now the film you might be thinking is very simple and which is true. But for this year, it conveys an essential message for Christmas for 2020. And it's really pertinent for the fourth Sunday of Advent. Sadness and loss is a relevant theme for this season. The offering God receives from each of us is actually that which we lack. It is our emptiness this year we offer to God. And what God receives from us is the simple desperation of vulnerable love. This is the season of gift giving, and that thus it's fitting to reflect upon the act of giving and receiving. The story of the Annunciation is about gift exchanges. The angel Gabriel comes to Mary and he brings with him God's invitation. The angel's message is a message with profound consequences for Mary's life. Gabriel asks her to bear God's son. And in the words of the poet John Donne, God asks Mary to be her maker's maker. And to say yes to God meant for Mary that she would take great risks. Mary's gift to God would require her whole life. She'd risk her safety as an unwed, pregnant teenager, residing in a small village where everyone would know the shame she'd bring upon herself, her family, and her betrothed Joseph. But we mustn't overlook, look, overlook that God, too, is vulnerable to Mary. God opens up God's own heart, waiting for her to answer the divine invitation. And Mary, the favored one of God, could refuse God's request. The whole creation stands still as they wait for her response, for her yes. Earth and heaven both are watching. And after gently questioning the angel, we know Mary's answer. Here am I, let it be, she replies. She offers her whole life and the risk of a perilous future to bring forth and nurture God's coming to earth. It was a gift exchange between God and Mary a covenant like no other had ever been drawn up, a covenant that would reshape the world. Now, what is the gift we might offer God? What is ours to give this day? Well, we are not the Magi with extravagant gifts. We are invited, always invited, 
to bring our simple desperation to God, to offer our vulnerability, our weakness, our lack of gifts before the King. Our gift is the sincere desire to draw near to the baby lying in the manger. God in the baby has already drawn profoundly near to us. Now, perhaps like the drummer boy, all you have to give these days is your own loss and sadness. We've all sacrificed so much this year. And maybe all you have is that need and have no gifts to bring to it. And maybe you can't even put it into words. I tell you, even just that inarticulate need, that simple desperation is a gift of love to bring to God. It is what God wants from us above any gifts born of wealth or talent. As Mary teaches us in that amazing moment in The Little Drummer Boy, what God wants, what God will always receive from us is that simple desperation of a pure love. Maybe your gift is the unvarnished truth about your pain and doubts and fears. And it'll be your sincere honesty that another person needs to feel less alone. This Christmas, we approach the manger bringing with us all our losses. We are invited as the angel invited Mary to bring our risky hope that there will be a new future. When we're least expecting it, a divine invitation to us is always possible. Emmanuel, God with us, lying as a newborn baby in an out-of-the-way stable. It was beyond the world's imagination. But with God, nothing is impossible. I'd like to end with one of my favorite poems by a familiar poet. It's called The Gift by Mary Oliver. Be still, my soul, and steadfast. Earth and heaven both are still watching, though time is draining from the clock. And your walk, that was confident and quick, has become slow. So be slow if you must, but let the heart still play its true part. Love still as once you loved, deeply and without patience. Let God and the world know you are grateful that the gift has been given. So friends, be slow if you want. Above all, let your heart play its true part. The gift of God has been given to us in the pure love and open vulnerability of a newborn baby. The greatest gift we can bring in response comes not from riches and power, but from our own vulnerability and need, our own simple desperation born of pure love. This God will always receive. Thanks be to God.